Welcome to episode 11 of the Learn Podcast. I'm your host, Dean, the Wealth Coach. I have, a, I have something to share with you guys. Yesterday was a hectic day for me, and I was unable to stick to my schedule of creating my podcast in the early morning. However, I said, because I missed the morning, that doesn't mean that I shouldn't finish the episode. So I resorted to using something to help me create a podcast and what i'm referring to is ai technology i used ai technology to help me create a podcast yes so if you listen to the audio it kind of sounds choppy but they're working on it and that was adobe podcast so what adobe podcast does is literally take your voice and clean it up where if you have any background noise it will remove it for you or um if other people are talking it will cut them off and just focus on your voice uh it's a very very powerful tool i kind of like it it at some points you can hear the words being jumbled but over time it will get better it's a very handy app to use especially if you're doing interviews or you're creating content outside and you want to clear all the noise so i thought that was pretty cool to use i also used Pictory to help with the no so let me step back i use otter to record myself and when i use otter it transcribed everything that i said which then i put into pictory to come come up with the pictures to create the visuals pictory um and otter both of them it's not a hundred percent accurate but it's it's damn near close right so I fuse the three of them together in order to create the podcast within a couple of hours. Mind you, it did take a bit more time than I usually take to make episodes. However, it's something in the future that I can u- potentially use to create podcasts and something for you to possibly use. Like it wasn't hard to set up. It was pretty straightforward. And by the time you know it, you you got everything done. Like if I just wanted the raw uncut form, I could have just recorded my voice, took the transcript, put into Pictory, come up with the visuals, slap the audio on top of it, and then throw it out there. But I want to just do a bit of editing to it. So that's why it took me a bit longer to put out the episode. But I was pleased with the outcome because now somebody else can say, hey, I like using technology. I'm going to go this route to create a podcast or just create YouTube videos in general. So that's something that I found that was very interesting or that I was proud of yesterday because as I mentioned in one of the previous episodes, I'm doing like set the 75 hard challenge, but more so things that I wanna do or accomplish. And one of my challenges to do 75 consecutive days of podcasting and it's gonna help me create a a habit which then becomes a routine where it's second nature to me and then once i get to the 75 days of consistency i'm gonna just do one week episodes of the podcast so this is for me to just get out all the kinks um make sure that i'm consistent with delivering and to grow this podcast so ai te- technology thank you you saved my life yesterday um Another thing, so I'm reading a book called The Psychology of Money. So I'm thinking to implement 
a piece what I every, a piece of what I read for the next 75 days and share it with you guys. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. If that's something that you guys would be open to. This book is really good. I recommend this book. Everybody pick it up. Some gems I found in this book or the chapter I'm reading was save for future opportunities. And with that being said, uh, the value of wealth is relative to what you need. A lot of us think that we need a lot of money to be wealthy, but it's quite um, not the opposite, but it's quite untrue. A lot of people think, oh, I need six figures. I need a million dollars. I need $10 million. But in actuality, you don't. It all depends on the lifestyle that you that you live, the type of expenses that you have. One of the most powerful ways to increase your savings isn't to raise your income, but to raise your humility. Imagine you saying, I want to be, or I want to save more money. You could easily, let's say you drive a BMW M3 series car and your car payments are about $800 a month. If you said, hey, I'm going to downgrade my car, get a used car for 5,000 bucks, I eliminate car payments. Now I have an extra $900 to save. Some people are too worried about thinking what other people are thinking. Nah, I just had that car. I can't downgrade. Downgrade is the only way you're going to be able to save more money. Same thing with like moving into a smaller place. Some people are like, oh, I'm comfortable I live. I deserve this, blah, blah, blah. You deserve to struggle. Does that make any sense? You ask yourself that question. So raise your humility. Like it's something that's short term. It's not going to be forever. If you just buckle down and just commit to the task, you'll be able to save more money. And because if you save money today, money will save you tomorrow. What it was I'll say saving can be savings can be created by spending less. You spend less if you desire less. And if you desire less, um that part i'm missing i thought i wrote it all whoops let me find that for you guys no not that chapter and if you desire less you'll care a less about what others think the less you desire the less you care about what others think you need to remember people don't care about us like or people don't care about anybody else but themselves and that's the way you need to be looking at it. You could have bought a new designer bag or a new designer jacket. Nobody really cares. If you like it, that's you. But if you bought it to have people say, oh, that's a nice jacket, blah, blah. Is your credit score trash? Are you tired of collection agencies calling you? Are you tired of being denied bank loans and credit cards? Well, then you're in luck. I have created an ebook that will help you repair, maintain, and leverage your credit. Don't even consider filing bankruptcy before reading this book. If you struggle with fixing your credit, then this book is for you. If you struggle with increasing your credit score, then this book is for you. If you are unsure on how to leverage your credit, then this book is definitely for you. Click the link in the bio and get the credit guide today. That's the wrong reason to buy it. You just better go back and return that jacket. Let me see, what else did I pick up from that chapter that was really quick, cool. Saving is a hedge against unexpected life surprises and worst possible moments. When they say save, have an emergency fund. 
that's like a hedge against the unexpected. They say expect the unexpected, but you never know what to expect, right? <laughs> but with that being said, imagine your car breaking down on the middle of the highway and you got to pay for a tow truck to pick you up. That's one expense. Then you got to bring it to the mechanic to check for you. That's another expense. Now you have to do a repair. Your transmission's blown. That's a third expense that you're going to incur with a matter of a couple of days. To replace your transmission, it's going to cost $5,000, parts and labor. Do you have $5,000 to shell out right now? Most people don't. So what do they do? They put it on credit. They put it on their credit card, whatever it may be. And then make them, now they have an extra payment that they have to make that they weren't accounting for. Whereas if you saved money for the unexpected, you have $10,000 saved up. Your car breaks down on in the middle of the highway. Same expenses I mentioned, but now because you have an emergency fund, you literally just go to your emergency fund and you pay the pay, you make the payments that are needed to make and you don't have to pay any interest. Your car gets fixed. You have a peace of mind knowing that you had a cushion to help you in this, this time, right? To pay back your, or to get your, your emergency savings back to where it needs to be, that's fine because you can do that over time. And that's the whole purpose of having the emergency fund. It gives you a peace of mind. Think of the last time something happened, you had to spend money that you didn't have. What mood did it put you in? Those are things that you need to look at sorry i don't know why but my nose is always congested i i think i gotta invest in that that nasal thing where it just goes shoots out one side and comes out the other before doing shows saving without spending gives you opportunities options and flexibility and the opportunity and when the opportunity arises so saving let me say that again saving without a spending goal gives you options and flexibility and when an opportunity rises, you can take action. Imagine there is a property that has just been listed. No, let's start again. Saving without a spending goal gives you, gives you options and flexibility. A lot of us, when we save, we save for a specific reason. We just don't save for the sake of saving. And we should because... Let's say a recession happens and you've always wanted to buy a particular company and the company's dropped 30%. You have an opportunity to buy, but because you only saved for something to spend money on, you don't have the money for that opportunity. Say a property came in into your, into your site and the person is willing to discount the property at 10%. You don't have money saved because you only saved up for a trip. Um, you save for a new car, whatever it may be. When opportunities arise, you need to be a red. You need to be ready to jump at it as soon as it comes. The flex and control over your time is an unseen return on wealth. A lot of us take time, take our time for granted, and they don't see time being more valuable than money because money, as you get it, you can spend it. You feel good about what you spent money on. Whereas time, 
you ha- it's 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 not infinite it's it's finite meaning that it's limited to the amount that we have but imagine being able to do whatever it is that you want when you want with who you want i think you would feel way better in that situation than with money money comes and goes the moment you spend money it's all your hands now you don't have it anymore so how can you feel good about it yeah you bought something material but that material item will only last for so long if you're not picking up that using that material day in and day out it's not going to do anything for you but now imagine sitting on a beach with your loved ones not having to worry about somebody calling you saying hey i need this on my desk by tomorrow or having to go to work the following day that's what true wealth is the control of your time and to do as you please the next thing is when you when you don't have control over your time you're forced to accept whatever bad luck is thrown your way which circles back to saving money a lot of people just don't realize like if you can't control your time how can you control your money like you're literally working for money but money should be working for you you have to be able to just be like you know what i'm taking control back my i'm taking back control of my time and doing what it is that i please to do and by doing by controlling your time is starting to save money a little here a little there goes a long way don't look at oh i can only save i only have five dollars to save or i can't save money those are poor excuses Stop making, eliminate the excuses and just start. You'll be amazed at what you can do. A rule of thumb that I tell people, and I also do myself, is always pay yourself first. Start with 3%. I, they say you should save about 10 to 20%. I started off with 3%. And you know what I did? I increased my salary or I increased my savings year over year. Why? Because I deserved it. I got better at spending less money and saving more money. The next thing I wanted to, so the last topic I'm going to talk about today is semen retention. It's been going around for the last little bit about semen retention. And at first I thought it was quite funny, but there's a next guy I used to watch on YouTube and he called it no fap where that's like having no sex, just abstinent. But semen retention is the, is where you engage it's uh, i think it's more from yeah it's more for men but you the act of sex but not um going to orgasm or ejaculation so it's like as you get to that point you stop and a lot of athletes are known for doing this to keep their energy high because the moment you ejaculate you pretty much lose all of your energy but with semen retention you're like withholding your energy and the good thing about energy is you cannot destroy energy. You can only transfer energy. So if you have, if you practice semen retention, you'll get so much, like the energy stays within you where now you need to release it somewhere else. Let's take, for example, basketball players. So Scottie Pippen and his wife, they practiced that, or he practiced that for like many years throughout their, like their whole marriage. And my assumption is he did that because he wanted to always have high energy when playing the game of basketball because now imagine you playing a game of basketball having intercourse with your partner before 
uh, playing your game, then you're like really tired and sluggish. I myself have been very tired and sluggish after ejaculation. I just want to go to sleep. Now imagine on the flip side, you keep all that energy in. Where are you going to exert that energy? On the basketball court. If it's, you have a high intense job and you need that energy, semen retention gives you that energy to be able to do that. I found it to be a very interesting topic and I challenge you fellows to try semen retention for 30 days and see what type of feeling that you have. I will join you on that challenge as well and I'm also going to document the difference between semen retention and non-semen retention and share it with you guys what, what the outcome was. Semen retention also has some benefits where it has high energy level, muscle growth, better sleep, improved focus and concentration, better physical performance and stamina, improved and cured erectile dysfunction, improved sperm quality. I have no issues with sperm quality. I don't want any more kids right now. So um, that one doesn't really benefit me at the time. I, I, that doesn't benefit me at all right now. But that was today's episode of the Learn Podcast. If you found anything valuable in this video, leave a comment below and let me know what it is that you liked. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Share this with a friend. Let's spread the knowledge because at, on the Learn Podcast, first we learn, then we drop the L, then we earn. See you for tomorrow's episode.